Coming up on the Always 100 Podcast, Week 7 in the NFL. The full show is coming up next. Stay tuned for that. Welcome into the show. It's Thursday, October 21st, 2021. It's week seven in the NFL, and we are getting you ready for Thursday night football in Cleveland tonight. Uh, Browns, Broncos from Cleveland is a Thursday night matchup. Uh, a couple weeks ago, that used to be a pretty good game, but I'm not sure how we feel about it right now, but we'll get into that in just a minute. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Ravens and the Bengals from Baltimore, Tennessee, and uh, KC from Nashville. And then uh, we got one more game on the docket. I think we're going to talk about. I think we're going to talk about two more. Sorry, then we're going to talk about Bucks Bears, and I think we're going to talk about the Colts and the 49ers for uh, Sunday Night Football in San Fran. And we'll e- I'll even give my uh, opinions on the Deshaun Watson news that came out today. And uh, at the end of the show, give my opinions on the baseball playoffs that have been riveting. The championship series have been awesome. So we'll give my thoughts after I pick the slate of games right at the end for the baseball playoffs. So let, let, let's get started, though, first by talking about uh, week six and talk about my reaction to that, and my apologies, you guys, for being a little bit off recently. I uh, just had a lot of personal stuff going on, uh, and I uh, wasn't really in a headspace to give you the best content that I can, and I apologize for that, but we are back, and we are getting the job done. So here we go, week six. So, week six. Um, first of all, very bad and questionable officiating all weekend long. Did not enjoy uh, some of the calls that I saw. Did not really uh, think the officials had a very good weekend of football and refereeing and, and things of that nature. So I was very unimpressed by that. Uh, but on the field, here's who I was impressed with. Um, I was impressed with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's just start there. I was impressed by them because they got their first win in the last 21 tries. They lost 20 in a row, uh, and they got their first win since opening day of last year, so that's a very good sign, and Jacksonville fans should be very happy. Trevor Lawrence played well. Tua played well. Jalen Waddle played well, but it came down to a last-second field goal, and the Jacksonville Jaguars was uh, able to get the job done and pick up their first win, so I was impressed by that. Uh, but to more important endeavors, um, I was really impressed with the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> wow. L- L- Lamar's starting to win me over, folks. He really is. He, won- he His heroics won me a-, a parlay, not this past week, but the week before. Won me my first parlay of the NFL season, and there will be another parlay this week that I will 
uh, talk about at the end of the show. But Lamar won the parlay with his heroics being down 19 points to the Colts on Monday Night Football and then pulling off what he pulled off uh, to, to, to give the Ravens an unbelievable victory. Uh, threw for 442 yards, four touchdowns, didn't throw one single interception. He was absolutely phenomenal. And uh, he picked up right where he left off. And they really beat the brakes off the charge. That game was not close. That game was not close at all. Don't let don't let it fool you. It wasn't close. So really, really impressive win for the Ravens. And they got Cincinnati this upcoming week, which we will talk about very, very shortly after I'm done with uh, some of my other thoughts for the week. Another thought for the week. Aaron Rodgers is factually correct when he says, I own you. Aaron Rodgers went to Chicago and improved his record, including the playoffs, to 22-5 and against the Chicago Bears. Bears fans, Aaron Rodgers is your daddy and will always be your daddy forever. It just It's just a fact of life. He owns you. I still own you. I will, remember, I will remember that quote for the rest of my life, and I will use that in my own world when I got when I got ownage over somebody in the near future and I beat them down and, and make them question everything about them and why they are Bears fans and why they, why they put themselves to this misery. I will still just look at them and say, I own you. I still own you. I own you. It was phenomenal that was great i'll never forget that 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 was phenomenal man it really was hilarious non-scripted and we need more of that in the nfl that was great packers improved a five and one on the year after getting drubbed by the new orleans saints and it looks like that that didn't that loss wasn't that bad in the grand scheme of things uh the saints are an okay football team but they but green bay got back on track Another another game. Kirk Cousins. Hey man, we gotta start giving this brother a little bit more credit. Got got some got some more money. Threw for three seventy three three TDs. Let a game winning game time touchdown drive. His defense gave it up, and then he led a game winning overtime touchdown drive with with the touchdown being scored by Osborne from twenty seven yards out. Three seventy three three TDs. No interceptions for Kirk Cousins. You gotta give the guy credit. He, he, he's showing up. The man's showing up this year. He really, really is. I, 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 I like it. And I think I think this next week, are they on a bye? Yes, they are. They're on a bye week. And week eight, they get to play the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football at home. I can't wait to see that game. I, I, can't, I cannot wait for that football game. Cowboys Vikings is going to be phenomenal next Sunday night on NBC. Uh, but Kirk Cousins did win me over last week. Great performance, very clutch, uh, come from come from behind victory against the Carolina Panthers. Um, and and the biggest one for the week. Well, there's two more. One, the Cardinals beat the brakes off Cleveland, and Cleveland's defense is awful. And I and I and I can't figure out why. I can't. I can't figure this out. Why is this defense so bad? Can somebody? Can someone tell me why that is? Because I can't figure it out. Cleveland, get it together. 
Your defense is just as bad as Kansas City's. And you got better players than them. So that that's a big surprise. Kyler Murray, ho-hum, another four touchdowns, 230 yards, no picks. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins just proving that he's the second. If he's not first, he's the second best receiver in football behind Devontae Adams. I'm not even sure if he's the second best, to be perfectly honest. But uh, he's been sensational. He really, really has. I, um, the Cardinals' defense has been really really good and Cleveland's on the rocks man they don't have two they, they don't have both their running backs probably not going to have Odell tonight and their quarterbacks hurt this is a big problem they better get it fixed cuz the AFC it's top heavy but the middle of the pack hey man Cleveland might be down and out man before you know for for a playoff spot they don't get it together. That that's that's a big concern and something we need to keep our eyes on. But really, the number one deal for me last week was the six heart attacks I survived watching the Cowboys and the Patriots with mom. Uh, by the way, cherish I cherish every moment because soon enough I'll be out on my own doing my own thing, and you know I, I cherish that. Like I'm well, me and my mom have been watching sports together for years, and. Uh, I, I love that part about our relationship. We just sit up there and friendly banter back and forth with our teams and stuff, and we don't get to watch Cowboys-Patriots games that are, that are one, interesting, and, two, literally really, really good games because that game was just weird right from the get-go. Um, the Cowboys totally outclassed the Patriots, in my opinion. They totally outplayed them. I was not impressed with our defense in any way, shape, or form against the Dallas Cowboys. They gave up 567 yards of total offense to Dak Prescott, who threw for 445 and three TDs. Um, the, the, the Patriots secondary was leaves a lot to be desired because, excuse me, you, could, you couldn't cover C.D. Lamb one time. Could you, could you cover him? Could you just cover him once, please? Cover him. He's open. He's like the best player on the team. Cover him. I don't get it. I it's just it was just mind numbing. And then to watch the Cowboys damn near choke the thing away. I mean, Trayvon Diggs and I and I called it. Trayvon Diggs was gonna get another one, and he did. And he got Mac at the worst possible time. Kendrick, he was it was a little behind him. Kendrick got both hands on. He's got to catch it. He just does. He's got to catch the ball. He, he really, really does. And then the very next play, Kendrick Bourne comes out. The safety takes a horrible angle. I don't know. I I, I can't – I don't know what K, KZ was doing because I thought that ball was intercepted until I saw uh, Kendrick Bourne running away from Trayvon Diggs. And I was, like, screaming my head off after suffering a, a sports heart attack the play before. And then – and then – and and then the Cowboys get the ball back, and then they kick a field goal to tie it because I because I thought CBS was cheating uh, because of the of the personal foul call on Connor Williams. I thought it was second down, and I'm like, why is it fourth and one? And I had, we had no idea what was going on, and the Cowboys kicked the field goal, and you know, and then. The, we, we I mean, Mac missed Nelson Aguilar, and really Aguilar's got to catch that ball on a third and three because if he does catch it, he's off to the races. Um, and then Dak Prescott uh, is proven why he was worth four years, $160 million. 
plain and simple. Uh, the guy with the guy's been sensational all for all but one game really against the Chargers. He wasn't that impressive against the Chargers, but when he had to get the job done, the man got the job done, led a game-winning drive, and that's that. Uh, the Cowboys may be for real, and the Patriots. I look. I told you the Patriots weren't going to be very good, but I also did like the fact that when we got Mac Jones. I had a chance. I thought we had a chance to make the playoffs, and for me, it's going to come down to these three weeks because you got to get you got to get one against Carolina. You got to get one potentially against the Chargers, even though the Chargers are damn good and they're coming here, which gives us a small advantage. We're going to be an underdog in that game, in my opinion. I think we are. Um, and, and we got to get one against the Browns. And the problem with the Browns is I'm not sure why their defense stinks so badly, one. And two, I'm not, gonna, I'm not sure who on Cleveland is even healthy. So you got to at least get the last two. You, you just do. If you're going to make the playoffs, you got to beat two of those, two of those three. You you cannot you cannot go one and two in that stretch. It's imperative that the Patriots win two of those three. But as for uh, the game last night, uh, the game last Sunday, it was an unbelievable finish and a great, great, great afternoon of football. Awesome! I was exhausted after watching that game. Okay, take a quick break, and we'll get into this week's action. Four games, well, three games for sure. We're going to talk about Baltimore uh, Bengals. We're going to talk about KC Titans. We're going to talk about San Fran Indy. Well, maybe San Fran Indy. And uh, Bucks Bears, the 425 national game on CBS. We will get to all that coming up next on the Always 100 podcast. Thank you all for listening. Welcome back to the Always 100 Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Before we continue, please find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Anchor FM, or wherever you get your podcasts for that matter. Under the name Always 100 Podcast, you will find this show and the previous 87 shows, I think. We're up to episode 88 today. Uh, so you can find those on the Anchor FM page or on the aforementioned platforms uh, and like, subscribe, wait the show and let me know what you think. And also, uh, now that I'm on the subject, uh, a couple a couple days ago, I started doing some polls for you know, football, baseball, uh, you know, on my Instagram, even basketball. So if you guys are interested, go on my Instagram at QMACFIT, Q-M-A-C-F-I-T, uh, and go vote on the poll and see what you guys think. I love seeing, hearing feedback from you guys. It shows that you're interested in, in the show and interested in the content I put out. And that, that is very, it's a very humbling feeling to understand that. So uh, keep doing that. And I'll have a poll right after the show is over for Thursday Night Football and the NLCS. So stay tuned for that at QMACFIT on Instagram uh, in, in my story to vote on those two games tonight. But uh, let, let, let's let's carry on with, with week seven here, and we're going to start with the uh, games that we're going to look at, and I, and I just decided to look at three games, because I'm not overly interested in the Sunday night game, to be perfectly honest with you. 
Um, the Colts and the Titans, uh, Colts and the 49ers. I'm just not, I'm not all that interested. Uh, so since I'm not very interested in that game, we're going to stick to the Ravens Bengals game. And that's where we're going to start with the Ravens as a six and a half point favorite. The Bengals coming to town with a four and two record under Zach Taylor, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, lighting up scoreboards. Uh, they just beat the Lions. The Bengals did 34-11 uh, last Sunday. And uh, look, I like the fa- I like how Cincinnati runs the football. They get, they can get after the passer a little bit. And Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. I, I, first of all, I like Joe Burrow. I think he's going to be really really good. And the fans in Cincinnati have already started to love him because he's a hometown guy. And uh, you know, I, I just want. I just want to, you know, see where they could take this, man, because they're up to a 4-2 and two start. This is a semi-big game uh, in the AFC North because if the Bengals win, they'd be uh, they, they, they'd be right there as a, as a number one spot a holder in the AFC North. Uh, so it's a pretty big game here. But to be honest, there's levels to this, and, I, and honestly, I'm just not going to pick against Lamar Jackson – um, I understand the Ravens are very depleted. They barely have anyone left because there's only so many, so many times you can say next man up. Um, they they are, it's, it's getting worse every day. Now, Ronnie Stanley's out for the year with got ankle surgery, uh, the other day. So he's out. I mean, it, this, this is just really something to behold with what's going on with, with the Baltimore Ravens. It really, really is. But um, they're going to keep fighting the fight, man. And with Lamar and John Harbaugh, who for me, uh, besides Bill Belichick, John Harbaugh could actually be the be- the, the second-best coach in football, if you ask me. Uh, it could, you can give it to Mike Tomlin. You can give it to Sean Payton. You can give it to, to a couple other guys. But to me, John Harbaugh is proving without literally three-quarters of, <laughs> three of his defense – and his starting left, his starting tackle, and a bunch of running backs that are hurt. I mean, I mean, what he's doing to, to, have, to have a five and one record, and I know Lamar's got a lot to do with it. But for what Baltimore has done after losing Week One to the Raiders on Monday Night Football, a game that they truly gave away, uh, a game that they should not have lost in any way, shape, or form. Um, to come back and reel off five straight. And, 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 again, I understand they had to beat Detroit on the last second field goal. I understand the referees didn't call a blatant delay a game. That would have backed up the Ravens five more yards. I understand that. But they still did beat the Detroit Lions at the, at the last second. They beat the Mollywop, the Chargers. Um, that That's a good win because they, they killed them. That game was not even close. Um. So I, I just like what I see with Baltimore, really, and the games at home. So all those reasons, I'm going to lean toward Baltimore. But I think it's going to be a good football game, though. I, th- I think Cincinnati's not t- Cincinnati's not going to roll over. It's not like in years past where Baltimore was damn near just guaranteed two victories against the Bengals. No, man, you got you you have to work for this one. Th- this might be a closer game than people think. I, I'm not going to say that Cincinnati covers six and a half. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Um, I, I'm gonna take the Ravens though. If I bet it, I'd be I'd be the Ravens on the money line. 
Um, that's that's what I do there, and uh, that's what I go with. I think the Ravens win a pretty uh, competitive football game at home this Sunday and win their sixth win in a row. All right, next up on the list, Kansas City visiting the Tennessee Titans in Nashville. Chiefs are favored by four and a half. The total is 57 and a half. And the only thing I'm saying to this game is bet the over. Just bet the over. I'm betting the over because I just saw a stat the other day on a Fox Bet Live. I was rewatching the thing from Monday night, uh, Fox Bet Live, and uh, Tennessee has hit 15 overs at the time, the most in the league since 2019 for AFC teams. And then they hit the over again to make it 16 overs in the last two seasons. So uh, that, that, that trend's going to continue. And, and the simple fact of the matter is I really don't trust either one of these defenses. The Chiefs get, got a bye week because they faced Taylor Heineke, okay, and the Washington football team with only one receiver. And, I mean, so you, you, you caught a bye week. You, 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 got, you guys did what they are supposed to do. They were supposed to beat a, a subpar football team, and that's what they did. At least the defense didn't look – absolutely horrific in every single possible way last Sunday, but they will be back to their regularly scheduled horribleness because they're going to face Derrick Henry. Um, And folks, simply put, Derrick Henry's the best running back in football. He just is, and he should be in the MVP conversation. 143 yards, three TDs Monday night against the Buffalo Bills, who came in number one against the pass. Number two against the run, 143 yards and three TDs to Derrick Henry. I mean, it's just the guy is just simply the best running back in the game, and that's just the way it is. Can't a whole lot I do for you on that, folks. He's just the best. Okay? So now now that we know he's the best, what else can, can we do here? Look, if A.J. Brown and Julio can stay healthy, because again, I'm not exactly sure who's go- if they're either one of them's gonna play for each given week, um, but they're gonna have a field day against this Chiefs secondary. They just are. Um, the The last game they played was the AFC Championship game in 2019. I think that over hit two. Uh, trying to find the last. A uh, couple matchups can't find that just yet, but let me. Let, we'll, we'll come back to that. But um, look, I think it, you know Mahomes is having a pretty good season. He's got a he's got to quit turning the ball over. The guy's got eight interceptions already, eighteen touchdowns, about two thousand yards passing. He'll get over he'll get over two thousand yards passing this week. He probably had three three, yeah, about probably about three fifty three four TDs. Um, and, I, and I think Tannehill will have similar line, really. Maybe, maybe about about 350, three TDs, maybe one pick there. Derrick Henry, well, won't he might not get 200. He'll get he'll get his 150 and two touchdowns at least. He might get a third one. I'm I'm not sure. I, I think the over is the play here. Uh, I think this is going to be a very good football game, and that win for the Tennessee Titans was just massive. It just was, seriously. The, to, for you to get, for you to get that win, um, really just 
prove to me that Tennessee can beat anybody on any given night. So you can't take them lightly, even with defensive ranks. Um, Tennessee, 24th in yards allowed, 24th against the pass. Now they're tied for ninth against the run. That's good, but Kansas City don't run the ball that good anyway, so you don't really have to worry about that. They're, they're 15th on third down, so that's good. But but I'm sorry, that the, even though the Chiefs played Washington last week, they're still 29th in yards allowed. They're still 25th against the pass. They're 27th against the run. They're 28th in points allowed. I mean, it's, it's just not very – they're just not very good. Um, so, until they prove to me – and they're 29th in the league, allowing 45% of third downs to convert. I mean, it's just, it's just not – a recipe for success and keeping Tennessee off the field. I know Tennessee is not going to be keeping their team off the field. Um, I, I'm pro- look. I, I think I might pick the Titans in this game, um, but I, I'm not comfortable picking either side with defenses this badly. This this bad. I, I'm just not interested in picking a side for this game. I'll, I'll just go bet the over and sit quiet and sit peacefully and rake in some money knowing that these two teams are going to light up the scoreboard again in Nashville. Should be a phenomenal football game Sunday at 1 o'clock on CBS. And finally, look, there's slim pickings for good games this week. Um, I have to be honest. We're going to talk about the Bears and the Bucks only because the Bears have given Tom some problems over the years, and Tom played the Bears thir- last Thursday night in Chicago and forgot how many downs there were. So that that famous meme with him holding up four fingers was created with with a sad sad look on his face. Um, you know, it ended up he ended up winning the Super Bowl, so it really didn't matter. But hey, uh, I got some questions on the Bucks defense because the problem is they don't have a secondary. Everyone's hurt. Everyone's hurt. Sherman's out multiple weeks. Mur- Murphy Bunting's out. Davis, I mean, like, I'm sorry. Like, like, there's only so many people you got. Um, I just don't. I I don't. I I, I don't. I don't know what to do with this game. The 12 and a half just seems, it's just a lot of points. I don't think that the Bears are going to score a lot of points. Um, but I, I, it's just tough because 12 and a half is just really, really, really high. And I, this if I'm either betting the Bucks money line or just staying away, I think I I, I don't think that the Bears are going to win this game. Uh, I I don't because I, I as much as I like Justin Fields, I'm not sure that he's going to do well against that defensive line. Uh, David Montgomery's out, so they can't really run the ball a whole heck of a lot. Uh, and and the Bucks are still the best run stopping team in the in, in the league. And they are allowing. They are third against uh, the Bucks off. The Bucks defense, sorry, is first against the rush. They're only giving up 54 yards a game. I mean, I'm sorry, you're not going to run the ball against them. Now they are 27th against the pass. Part of that is because they played a half hard schedule here with with some really good receivers, and then partly it's because of injury. 
Um, the Bucks defense still is sixth in total yards. I mean, the first against the rush, they're still – I mean, they're tied for 16th in points. allowed. They're only giving up 24 points a game. That's not bad. Uh, I mean, not 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 great, but not bad. Got to clean up the third downs here a little bit. Um, the Bears' defense is still pretty good for me. That's that's a strong part of this defense. Ninth in yards, eighth against the pass, eighth in points allowed. Now uh, they're 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 sixteenth and they're sixteenth against the rush. That's not great. I mean, Leonard Fournette could get off a little bit, have his 85, 90 yards and a couple touchdowns there. I think. Um, but really, for me, the 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 mismatch is the Bucks' offense against uh, the Bears' offense. Really, because the Bears' offense isn't very good, except for running the football. They can, they're seventh in, in rushing yards a game at 129. But I I, I don't, you know, I, I I don't see Tom slowing down. I think the Bears will get pressure on him a little bit, um, depending on who's out for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the offensive line, but uh, they're averaging 340 yards a game passing the football for number one in the league. They're third in points. They're third on third down. They're tied for third in yards gained a game at 436.2. Um, I, I, I see a, I see the Buccaneers at least getting to 30. Um, I, I, I could see the Bears 30. I, I could see – 31-20, which means I guess the Bears cover the 12 and a half. But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Tom and Bruce on this one. They're going to get the job done. They're going to win their – they're going to win their, what, fourth in a row, I think? Yeah, they're going to win their fourth in a row. Uh, after losing to the Rams, they're going to win their fourth straight game here and have a stranglehold on the NFC South, at least for the time being. I'm going with the Buccaneers to get it done uh, in Tampa and uh, win in a uh, convincing fashion against the Chicago Bears, uh, and the Bucks will go to 6-1 and one on the year. Okay, that was uh, the end of the game preview segment. Uh, again, slim pickings for uh, quality uh, watching football this week. So uh, hopefully next week we'll have more than three games to talk about. And, uh, yeah, that'll be it for that. But we're going to take a break right here. Uh, coming up next, we are going. I'm going to pick the full slate of games, and I am going to give my thoughts on the Deshaun Watson news and the MLB playoffs before we sign off for the week. Stay tuned for that. Coming up next. Welcome back to the Always 100 podcast. Before we go, let's pick the slate of games of week seven in the NFL, and then we'll get to the Deshaun Watson news and some baseball playoff news and opinions before we sign off. But let's get started. Game tonight, Browns, Broncos. This game sucks. I have no idea who's playing. I, I, I don't I don't know who's healthy. I don't I don't know. Um under and the Broncos, I think. I I just genuinely don't have a clue. I, I think I'm going to go with the Broncos. And yeah, I'll go with the Broncos tonight because I, cause I don't know who on Cleveland is even healthy at this point. So we'll just go with the semi-healthier team, Broncos for me. Let's get to Sunday here. Patriots, Jets. Uh, the Patriots have lost our 0-4 at home. That hasn't happened since 1993. Okay, they're facing the New York Jets. 
I mean, well, well, well personally, they, they have to beat the Jets. I, I'm going to pick the Patriots. Uh, seven points might be a, a bit of a stretch, to be perfectly honest with you, but they they have to beat the Jets. If the Patriots are going to do anything whatsoever, they must be. They must beat the Jets. There is no other option. They will get, lay it with the Patriots. Reluctantly, I'm going to lay it. Seven, uh, New England, Carolina, and the the Giants stink. The Giants stink. Period. End of story. Um, Carolina is going to win. I'm not particularly interested in the Carolina Panthers either because Sam Darnold has come crashing down to earth. I'm not exactly sure what I'm supposed to do with that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see what I'm supposed to do with that other than the fact that I'll begrudgingly lay the points with Carolina. Um, Atlanta, Miami, Miami's in complete disarray. I, I have no idea. Apparently, Deshaun Watson's getting traded there in the next day or two. Uh, so that's good for them because they're going to have a bona fide starting quarterback for the first time in years, uh, in Miami. And honestly, it may swing the balance of power because the last I heard, the guy's still eligible. He's not on the exempt list. He ain't going to be suspended unless they have a change of heart in the last final seconds, which is, would be so typical NFL. Um, I, I don't know if that's going to happen but uh Deshaun Watson won't be there next won't be there this week uh so poor Tua is going to have to suffer through one more week as this Miami starting quarterback I'm I'm going to go with Atlanta and lay the two and a half in Miami cuz um to be honest Matt Ryan has not played that bad I mean he's got you know, 1,332 yards, 10 touchdowns, three picks, quarterback rating 97. I mean, that's not bad. So that's not terrible. I mean, it's really just on Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley at this point if they ever stay healthy. Uh, but Jalen Waddle has been a very nice surprise for the Miami Dolphins for me. Um, this is a stay away as far as betting's concerned. Um, I will go with the Falcons, I guess. In Miami. Okay. Washington football. Packers. 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 Lock and load. Packers. Money line. Uh, I, I got them. I don't I don't trust Heineke. The Washington defense has not been impressive in any way, shape, or form. I, I have no idea what happened to them. Um, they're, they're terrible all of a sudden. And, uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to win me a lot of money because I – have him as my best bet of the week, or one of anyway, my best bet of the week. I'm going to have the Packers on the money line, and that's just what it is. Packers win their sixth in a row against Washington. Bengals-Ravens. This game is going to be a lot better than people think. Unfortunately, Cincinnati's not ready just yet to beat the Ravens, so for those reasons, I'll probably bet the Ravens on the money line and not worry about a point spread but give me the Ravens to get it done. Chiefs, Titans, this game is just bet the over. I'm just betting the over. That's another best bet of the week. Bet the over and just that that's it. Uh, I'll, I'll go for the game. I'll probably go with Tennessee um, because their defense – 
while very bad, is not as thoroughly and completely horrible and, and, and horrific as the Kansas City Chiefs. So for that reason alone, I'll pick the Titans. It'll come down to the final seconds, and a lot of points will be scored. The over 57.5 sounds like a perfect way to go. Uh, that's a lot of points, though, but I'll, I'll bet the over 57.5 and, and pick the Titans to win the game because they're at home, personally. If it was an arrowhead, I'll pick the Chiefs, but it's in Nashville. I'm picking the Titans. Bill, uh, sorry, Lions, Rams, give me the Rams by a metric seismic ton. Lock and load Rams. Philadelphia and and the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Again, a, a little difficult. I, I, this is a stay away for me betting wise. I I don't I don't particularly. This game is hard because I, I I don't know. I don't think the Eagles are very good. I don't I don't trust Jalen just yet throwing the football. I like him, but I I don't know. There're going to be a lot of Eagle fans there. I mean, there're going to be a lot of Eagles fans there. So it's not going to be like a, a seismic like it's not going to be as bad of a road game as it would have been. Uh but I'll go with I'll go with Vegas on this one because um, I like that they're playing inspired despite the John Gruden situation. They're playing pretty inspired football. I'll go with the Raiders to get it done and win their second in a row for Rich Passaccia um, and, and the interim uh, crew there in Las Vegas. Um, Cardinals Texans. I okay. I mean. I'm not laying 17 and a half. If anything, I'll just bet the money line. Cardinals win. Bears, Bucks, same type of thing. I'll just bet the money line. Give me the Bucks to win that game. Sunday night, Colts, 49ers. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, uh, the, um, wow. It, uh, oof. Yikes. The I I oh man, this this one's tough because I, I, I don't know who exactly all the 49ers is healthy, and to be quite honest, there's not a whole lot of people that are healthy. Um I'm gonna I mean, they, oh man, they both need this game. Both these teams need this game here. I I am just gonna go probably with the Colts. Um, I, this one's a coin flip to me. I I honestly I I really don't know. I, I I'm sorry. This is a stay away for me. I. I don't know enough about who's healthy. I'm not sure if I trust the Colts, especially. I mean, they beat the Texans 31 to three, but who cares? I mean, no, no one, no one cares about that. Truly, the Texans, the Texans are not a very good football team, um, so you should have beat them. But um, yeah, it, it's just, 
Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I'll go with the Colts. I, I go, I go with the Colts. I go with the Colts on this one. Uh, but I'm not betting it. It's a stay away from me. And finally, Monday night, the Saints and the Seahawks. Uh, I don't trust Geno Smith. He played. I mean, he played as he played well. Actually, he really did. He played. He played well under the circumstances. Um, but again, I I just don't trust the Seattle defense. I really, really don't. Um, it. Yeah, I I don't trust that defense. I don't think Jameis is going to go off. But he does have 12 touchdowns, just three interceptions on the season. So uh, I, I'm going to pick New Orleans to get it done. New Orleans get, picks up the win on on Monday Night Football. Okay, so before we go, uh, th- those are the pick segment. Uh, I won for the week last week with a 12-2 and two record. So we look to build off that this week. And I hope I can win myself and you guys some money. The best bets of the week are the KC Titans over and, well, honestly, Green Bay, Rams, Cardinals, and Bucks on the money line. That probably is going to be my parlay, personally. Uh, green, yeah, that, that's going to be my parlay. Green Bay, Cardinals, Rams, Bucks, money line, and then the KC Titans over. So uh, we'll see how that goes and come back uh, re- uh, next reaction show to see how I did. Uh, but before we go here... I just want to get my um, input in on the Deshaun Watson deal because apparently uh, the reports now are the Miami Dolphins are going to trade for him. Uh, Stephen Ross said go get him pretty much. I don't care. Like, if he's going to get suspended, we'd rather just have him on our books than someone else's. So this trade seems like it's going down uh, today or tomorrow. I don't think Deshaun, I mean, I don't think Deshaun's going to be eligible to play this week against Atlanta, but if he does get traded today or tomorrow, I think he'll be ready for Miami's next game, which I believe is at Buffalo. Yep, it's at Buffalo next Sunday at 1 o'clock on CBS. So maybe uh, if Deshaun gets traded there, uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see what uh, what the Dolphins do with that, and uh, that that that's that's going to be interesting because really the AFC East is just Buffalo in a cakewalk by itself. I mean, I know the Patriots are in the number two spot. Um, I I understand that, but the Patriots are not a very good football team. Uh, I I like Mac, um, but this is not really an indictment totally on Mac Jones. I'm not, I've not been very impressed with our defense, as I explained earlier in the show. Um, so, for in the post-Brady era, I mean, Josh Allen's not going anywhere. Uh, Buffalo looks like a team that will be held to deal with in the postseason. They will get to the postseason, whether it, whether it be winning the AFC East or a wild-card spot. I think, for me, it, it's more of a... It, it, I think for me, if if Miami gets him, they're they're right back in business in contention to win the AFC East and be a real player in the AFC conference. But the bigger issue for me is the Miami defense and secondary has not has left a lot to be desired. Um, 
if you ask me, it just, it, they just really, it just really had left a lot to be desired. And I, and I'm going to have to see a little bit more improvement for me before, you know, if they get to Sean, before I say, yeah, Miami's going to be really good again. I, I don't, I don't know if I'm really willing to go there just yet, but, uh, they will definitely, they will definitely make things a lot more interesting in the AFC East and the AFC Conference if this Deshaun Watson deal goes through. And uh, with all reports pointing that it will go through, um, that's going to shake things up in the AFC East because I think Miami, just by adding Deshaun Watson, might be better than the Patriots, even with a very shaky defense and a very shaky secondary. So it's a a big deal for the balance of power in the the AFC East and the balance of power in the AFC because if Deshaun is anywhere near as good as what we've seen with them last year, he's going to, he's going to be a game changer for them. And, you know, him having a no trade clause, the guy could basically dictate where he could go. And apparently I guess Deshaun wanted to go to Miami. So um, it's, it's going to be one of those things we got to have to wait and see. And I think uh, Miami fans are going to like Deshaun if we could, uh, if he can get through, whatever legal issues that are plaguing him right now with, with the 22 civil cases, which out of those 22, 10 of those people uh, filed criminal complaints. So that, that that's a very serious deal. We're not going to undercut that. We're not going to uh, brush that aside. If he did something wrong, he should be dealt with appropriately. But um, as far as on the football field is concerned, I think it's a really good move for the Dolphins once it goes through, and it's going to have a big uh, impact on the AFC East race going down the stretch as we're at the midpoint of the NFL season. And uh, last thing before we go, look, uh, the MLB playoffs have delivered again. Simply phenomenal. Uh, Again, as always, uh, the LCS have been on all week long. You know, Boston-Houston's been a barn burner. Um, not as much pure hatred from Boston fans as I thought I would get um, toward the Houston Astros. I thought I would get more. Um, but, hey, the Astros gave up game two. Um, they did not play very well, and they went up. And, you know, Kyle Schwarber and Devers hitting grand slams left and right. And then game four, it looked like Boston was going to win two to one. And then Altuve said enough is enough of this. I I mean, the thing with the Astros is you can hate the people for what they did. On the baseball field, these brothers are really good, man. These brothers can hit, and they're clutch. They're clutch. You You can't shake them. They've been there, done that. So if any team could overcome this, it's probably them because the core has been there so long. I guess you can... Add Yuli Gurriel really into that core because I know Springer left and got sixty-five million from Toronto, and he he got he was hurt two thirds of the year. But when he was there, that that turned out to be a really good deal for them. Um, but Correa and Bregman and Altuve and you know all, all these guys, I think they like it that they're the villain because they can just rock with themselves, man. They 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 are a strong-willed organization. Okay, they got people that have top picks. I mean, Bregman was number two pick in the draft. Altuve was a high-round 
pick, I think. May, may, correct me if I'm wrong about that, but I know Correa was a number one overall pick. And, you know, I, I just trust their wit and pedigree. And Boston's had a, had a phenomenal season. I, I'm an Orioles fan. I hate the Red Sox personally, so I'm rooting. I'm rooting like hell for Dusty Baker, no question about it. Um, but for me, I thought Houston was just a little bit better than Boston. I'm, I'm not going to say they were a lot better because they weren't. The Houston won 95 games. Boston won 92 games. That's not a lot better. Um, but apparently now Boston forgot how to hit the baseball the last two games. I, I don't know what happened there. Maybe their hot streak ran out. Um, but if they lose in six games, at, if they lose in six or seven games to Houston, yeah, Boston fans should be upset. But to be quite honest, nobody really even thought y'all were going to make – well, maybe a lot of people thought you were going to make the playoffs, but nobody really thought you were going to beat the defending American League champion at the time, the Tampa Bay Rays, or uh, beat the Yankees in the wild card game because I certainly didn't. Because I, I thought the Yankees were going to win 6-5. to five in the wild card games. I've been wrong on Boston this whole playoffs, really. Um, but uh, when it comes down to it, game six and game seven are in Houston. I, Houston can lose game six, but they're not losing game seven. You just got to prove that to me, that that they're going to lose a game seven at home. I just don't see it. So Houston's going to the World Series. And on the other side, Hey, mom, mom and I want mom and I really like Dave Roberts. I, I like Dave Roberts a lot. He deserve he's he, he's a phenomenal manager for the Dodgers. He's a really he was a really good player for the Red Sox too, uh, back in the day. Um, I'm rooting for the Dodgers, man. Like I, I I like them a lot, truthfully, but it doesn't seem like a part of me well truth truth be told let's just back up a little bit truth be told the series should be over the series should be over because Atlanta won the first two games in walk-off fashion in Atlanta okay so that they went up 2-0 game three they have a 5-2 lead in the bottom of the eighth inning, and Cody Bellinger hits a home run on a fastball up by his eyeballs. Okay, like, like, like I mean, I mean, they had no business losing that game, and then, and then you can't get Mookie Betts out. I mean, welcome to the club. The Oriole Oriole fans know that the guy the guy tortured Oriole fans for a half decade. I mean, good luck, Atlanta. Good luck getting that guy out because the rest of the league hadn't bothered to do it. And by the way, can we just go on the record as saying that Mookie Betts is the best player in baseball now? Can we just go, can we just say that? Because as great as Mike Trout is, and I'm a I'm the biggest Mike Trout fan out there, the guy's sitting at home with the rest of us because he, he's not in the playoffs. Mookie Betts is in the playoffs every year and got as much talent as Mike Trout if not more, and is clutch. For me, he's the best player in baseball, man, but Atlanta seems like they're not playing games this year. And I understand they had a 3-1 lead last year. I understand that. But they went into Dodger Stadium and, truth be told, probably should have swept them. And... You know that that this is going to be a, a very interesting game. Now Atlanta has playing with house money. 
Uh, another thing, I, I'll need to get off my chest real quick about base about this baseball stuff. Hey, man, MLB need MLB needs to fix this, man. I'm sorry. This is the second time in the last five six years that a that a 107 win team was it was on the road for a game seven in the playoffs. Like, like, what is that? What what is that? Seriously, a 106 win team is now faced with the fact that they might get they might lose at home in game five, but. If they win game six, game seven is still in Atlanta. And Atlanta won 88 games. The Dodgers won 106. And the Dodgers are playing game seven potentially on the road. That's wrong. MLB's got to fix that. When you're in the winter meetings, seed the teams. There's no, there's no way that a 106-win team should be on the road in any playoff series if the team they're facing doesn't have more wins than them. Fix it, MLB. Fix it. I think the Dodgers are going to win tonight, though. I do. I, I don't think they're going out like that. I don't think Dave Roberts is going to let them go out like that. If they lose in Atlanta, then so be it. If if they lose in if they lose in Georgia, then Atlanta, it's your time, and I, I'll be rooting for Brian Snicker and, and and the and the Braves in the World Series. Seriously, I I definitely will. But I think the Dodgers are not gonna let Atlanta just come into their building, punk them out three straight games, and send them home. I just don't see that. They're gonna have to wait till they get back to Georgia on sa- on Saturday night to to finish them off, and that's what's gonna happen. So. Dodgers win tonight. The Astros are going to win. I I, I don't think the Astros want, want to tempt fate and get it to a Game 7. I think they're going to win uh, tomorrow night at home and win the pennant for the third time in the last five, last five years. And uh, we're going to have an Astros-Braves World Series, folks. That's my, that's my prediction. And uh, when that uh, prediction, if it does come true, uh, tune in on the next show, and I'll give you my prediction for that series but uh until next week thank you all for joining me on the always 100 podcast my name is quinn mckenzie the host uh again follow the show on on apple podcast spotify google podcast anchor fm or wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free like like subscribe and rate the show uh the feedback is necessary and very much appreciated so again thank you guys very much for listening to the show uh, and also please vote on the polls that are coming out uh definitely gonna do more sports related polls for more marquee nfl games uh definitely the world series games however long that goes uh definitely the final couple games of the american league and national league season uh and maybe we'll do some more of that on on, on do some more uh polls on the baseball uh, on the basketball star, the basketball season. So going to get some more fan engagement going and see if you guys take to that. Uh, so far, so good. You guys have definitely been voting and uh, having your opinions heard. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing what you guys think about the two games on tap for tonight. Um, let's make some money this weekend. Let's watch some football. 
Let's all stay safe and come join me for next week's reaction show on week seven and next week's preview show for week eight in the NFL. We are almost halfway through the NFL season. I can't believe it. But until then, this is Quinn McKenzie, and this has been the Always 100 Podcast. See you next week, folks. Enjoy some football.